Welcome to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk, with Rev. Jennifer Hadley, a beloved teacher of the Course, who has helped thousands learn how to express their beliefs from moment to moment in their everyday lives. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application. Here is your host, Rev. Jennifer Hadley. I am so happy to join with you today. So, so grateful. Yes, we're going to talk about living our purpose today. What a wonderful topic. I'm surprised we haven't done it before. So, spirit is guiding. Let us respond with love. So, I'm going to begin, as I always do, with a prayer. And I invite you to join with me. So, let's turn within. So we take a breath of love and gratitude. I like to place my hand in my heart to remind myself I am wholeheartedly choosing to serve the light, to be in alignment with the light. So grateful, so thankful to open myself to the power and the presence of love, perfect love. So grateful and so thankful to consciously attune to the wholeness the freedom. We partner up with the higher Holy Spirit self, our lead, our guide. We open ourselves to receive so that we can be truly helpful, so that we can live our purpose. We are being led and guided by spirit all the way. We are grateful and thankful to surrender all belief in lack and limitation Surrendering all thoughts of separation, we open ourselves to a cleansing, a healing, a clearing by means of this radio broadcast. So I declare that this conversation is a divine dialogue that spirit is having with itself by means of us. So grateful to participate fully, so grateful to claim this time as our healing. In gratitude, we share the benefits with all. In gratitude, we let it be. We know it's done, and so it is. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. I'm going to take a sip of my drink here. Got a little something in my throat. Mm. All right. Well, I don't like to be too topical in this broadcast, um, but I'm going to be for just a a little moment, meaning uh, uh, people, uh, we have, um, I guess we're just finishing the fifth year. Wow. Yeah, we're just finishing the... We did, we did finish, oh, you know what? I think we started on September 11th. So this, this, we're starting a new year, September 12th. Oh, just realized that. Golly, good golly, Miss Molly. Um, so I think we're beginning our sixth year. Sixth or seventh. Oh, boy. Well, let's not let's not try and figure that out. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're beginning our seventh year. Holy moly, that's amazing! Yeah, the value of consistency, which uh, Course in Miracles in the Manual for Teachers 
the um, characteristics of God's teachers. The second one is honesty, which is uh, which uh, Jesus dis- defines as consistency, constancy, which really is God's nature: constant, consistent, omnipresent, omniactive, omnipotent. Yes. So there's a bit of consistency for you. Uh, six years, starting the seventh year of doing this almost every week. I love it. And I appreciate you joining me. And speaking of appreciation, I'd like to give a shout out and a thanks to all the people who make donations and contribute to the Power of Love ministry because your contributions make the radio show possible because it costs money. It's not free and to produce a radio show. Of course, it's not free. And um, we now can offer all these transcripts for you at livingacourseofmiracles.com forward slash radio. You can get the transcripts for, uh, we're working on it. We don't have all 300 and whatever episodes transcribed yet, but we're working diligently on it. And we have the free text messages and just announced today by email to those who are in my database that we're starting a new Living a Course in Miracles series next Monday, 11 classes in 12 days, all free, transcripts are free, downloads are free, all free, nothing expires. How cool is that? So if you're listening to this show in the future, years from now, you'll still be able to get all those free classes and downloads. And our topic is about having a spiritual career and taking spirit to work with you. I love these topics that spirit gives me. So excited. Uh, We've got wonderful teachers, John Mundy, Cindy, Laura Renard, Tama Keeves, and Maria Felipe, David Fishman, and myself. These are all wonderful teachers that I've known for years, uh, and um, every single one of them, unique, uh, beautiful, living, loving presence of God. And, uh, you know, Tama has been a Course in Miracles student for over 30 years, such a beautiful teacher. David Fishman, same And uh, David Fishman and I are also participating in the Weekend of Freedom, uh, Course of Miracles weekend in North Carolina, first weekend in October. So um, just saying a shout out to all of those, but mostly thanking all the people who contribute. Because when I first started doing the Living a Course of Miracles classes back in 2011, May 2011, and we've done hundreds of them since then, uh, we we had to charge money for the downloads and the transcripts in order to pay for the class. I, I wrote about this in my daily Spiritual Espresso uh, the other day, that the first time I did the Living a Course in Miracles class series, it cost uh, me personally $35,000. I didn't have the Power of Love Ministry nonprofit organization back then it was just me little old jennifer hadley had a dream doing living a course of miracles and of course i when i started i had no idea it cost thirty five thousand dollars but i had credit cards Woo! maxed out my credit cards um but fortunately the people who bought the downloads and the transcripts covered all but about five thousand dollars of it 
so that that worked out. That was a big phew. I only had to pay for five thousand dollars of it, and uh, I've never regretted it. It was so much work, and that was, I think, uh, a really important thing because our topic here is living your purpose. Um, I prayed so much to live my purpose. And uh, when I got that idea for the Living a Course in Miracles classes, I remember right where I was. I was in meditation, sitting on my sofa in my apartment in Los Angeles. And uh, it came in and I saw the picture of the teachers, uh, the, the way we do it. And uh, I felt the energy of it. I felt how many people would benefit. I had no idea how to accomplish it. Had no idea how many things would be involved. But I just felt the blessing of it. And I said, okay, uh, I'll say yes to that. I'll say yes to that. And I remember talking, I had to build a team to do it. I didn't have a staff of people to do it. And it takes a staff of people to do it. You know, it, it takes people to send all the emails and set them all up. It's very detailed and complicated. It takes people to do the audio parts of it. It takes people to do the transcript parts of it. It took people to do the CDs and the book. And it took people to do the marketing and the artwork. And, oh, my gosh, I had to hire so many people to be able to do it, which is why it cost $35,000. And... uh, now, we don't have to do as many pieces. We found ways to do it less expensively. So we are able to do it in the anticipation that donations will come in. I've learned to live a life of faith. Uh, you know, I had to learn as a minister making this transition to having a spiritual career, I had to learn that that number one characteristic of God's teachers was my my bedrock to have trust that Spirit would provide. But you see, and people make a big mistake a lot of the time. They make a big mistake. They trust the ego. They think they're trusting Spirit, but they're actually trusting their ego. And so one of the things that I do in my Finding Freedom class, in my Masterful Living class, is to support people in really being able to discern the vibrational difference between spiritual guidance, divine insight, wisdom and clarity, versus the ego. Because there is a difference. And we can learn to feel it and therefore recognize it. And it really is recognize it. You know, I love that word recognize. It's to recognize. So what what does it mean to cognize something? Cognition. It's knowing. Recognition. It's re-knowing. So we're learning to recognize, to recognize the truth that sets us free. And this is what learning through joy, joyful learning, happy learning is. It's remembering, recognizing versus learning. Learning is something we do through experience. Learning is something we do through uh, 
avenues of time and space. Recognizing, recognizing, remembering is that remembering is that recognition that we already know because we all share the same mind. Nothing is lost or forgotten. Time and space don't exist. Uh, It's we learn how to let the veils in our mind go so that we can recognize the truth that sets us free. Yeah, it's such a beautiful thing to really step into. And I'm so, so, so grateful that I am learning more and more about it and so, so, so grateful that I am learning how to better and better and better share it to people um, so that uh, they can uh, do it for themselves. This is what I call in Masterful Living, I call it proving God. Proving that God works, that spiritual principle works, because I had so much doubt about it for such a long time. And so you see, what I'm doing is I'm living my purpose. More and more, I'm living my purpose. And um, I've become very clear about my purpose. Um, What I can tell you just a little bit about myself, that um, back in the 80s, mid-80s, Around the time of the the harmonic convergence, because a lot of people like me woke up around the time of the, started to wake around the time of the harmonic convergence uh, back in the 80s. And um, uh, I also, right around that time, so that was in 1987. So I started to awaken in 85. I started to become more conscious in 85. I read, uh, uh, it was in August of 87, The Harmonic Convergence. And uh, I read Shirley MacLaine's book, Out on a Limb, and uh, which was life-changing for me. My mother recommended it to me. It's one of the greatest gifts she ever gave me. Uh, although, I'm sure I would have read it if somebody else would have recommended it, if it hadn't been her. But, um, and then I got inspired to uh, start exploring spirituality. And one of the first things I did was I started going to Sunday services at Lincoln Center with Eric Butterworth, the great Unity Minister. So this broadcast is on the Unity Radio Network, and probably next to the Fillmore's, Emily Cady, um, Eric Butterworth certainly was one of the most uh, well-known ministers in the last part of the last century. And so he was my teacher for a number of years, only because I went to Sunday services. Uh, I didn't ever have any one-on-one experience with him. Though now, of course, I wish I had taken some classes and things like that. Though there wasn't a lot happening there they they've mostly focused because by the time I got to Unity 
in the late 80s, mid to late 80s, uh, Eric and Olga were already pretty old. Eric and his wife, Olga Butterworth. Um, beautiful teachings. Uh, he has so many audios because he had a radio broadcast and um, so many writings. I, I really, I think his work is absolutely beautiful. So healing and nourishing. Mm-hmm. So um, just remembering that time of awakening for me. And I remember I, I had a, a, a vision, an experience, uh, an otherworldly experience, um, a conversation with my higher self, with my ascended master self, or maybe it was a ascended master guide, maybe it was Jesus. And um, I really felt unworthy of the calling that I was told that I had. And so I turned away from it. And it took me a long time to come back to it. And um, I came back to it then in the 90s. So um, probably about 10 years later, I did a 10-year adventure in ego land uh, before I finally decided, okay, this is my path. And my my path of being a, a minister, my training is from Agape, and uh, I was part of that, a, an active part of that Agape community for, um, oh, good, like 18 years uh, before I went out on my own and got my ministerial license and and, and really effectively started my own ministry and went out on my own. And so I I had a great desire to live my purpose like many people. And my prayer back in the 90s when I started to, because I, I, I went to L.A. to go to film school, which I did, and then I decided to uh, that... I needed to grow my consciousness. I was told by spirit, uh, go grow your consciousness and then come back to screenwriting. So I've been doing that ever since, anticipating the turn back to the screenwriting. I love writing. It's one of my favorite things ever to do. I enjoy it so much. I love writing screenplays. Very, very challenging work. Very, very satisfying, absolutely deeply satisfying. Um, and so I, I got the message from Spirit to uh, not pursue a film career, but to go uh, towards ministerial training. And so I, I did that. I became a practitioner. Uh, so nine years of classes later, I had my ministerial license and uh, went out on my own, and I've been on my own in a sense of not being affiliated with anybody else um, since then. And uh, my prayer when I st- decided, okay, I'm not going to pursue a film career, I'm going to pr- pursue a spiritual career, my prayer became that my life my very being, my words, my activities, my thoughts, that everything about my life would be inspiration 
and motivation for others to make loving choices and transform their lives. And I used to uh, actively say at the end of it uh, that they would get up out of the lazy boy, turn the TV and off and go and actively be loving in their life. And good gosh almighty, isn't that what I see people doing who are in finding freedom and masterful living with me? I sure see that happening. I gotta tell you, every week in class, I hear the most beautiful stories. The most beautiful stories of people healing their families, healing their experiences, even um, releasing chronic pain and all kinds of things. You know, it doesn't work the same for everyone, but it is amazing and miraculous what happens when we're willing to change our mind. You know, and that's one of the things I was talking about in last week's episode where I was talking about um, also uh, having a spiritual career and um, talking about that section in uh, Chapter 3, such a beautiful um, place um, where Jesus is telling us that he cannot do it for us in terms of aligning our will with God's, uniting our will with God's. He said, I can't do it for you, but I can erase all misperceptions from your mind if you will bring it under my guidance. Only your misperceptions stand in your way. I I know so many light workers who have this profound calling to be of service to the light. They feel it. They know it. It's so active in them, but they hesitate because they feel unworthy. And, oh, I so know how that feels. I felt that so long. And what I did was I decided, and if you've listened to a lot of these radio shows, you know, I I started the practice of saying, Holy Spirit, take these thoughts out of my mind so I never think them again. I'm not interested in thinking these thoughts anymore. I'm not interested in making these choices anymore. I am interested only in the thoughts I think with God. I'm interested only in making loving choices and being kind and being generous and being patient. Show me the way. Take these thoughts out of my mind so I never think them again. And please do the same for everyone else who has these thoughts. So that was my version of what Jesus is talking about in chapter 3, section 4, paragraph 7, where he's saying, I cannot unite your will with God's for you, but I can erase all misperceptions from your mind if you'll bring it under my guidance. Only your misperceptions stand in your way. Without your misperceptions, your choice is certain, he says. Why is it certain? Because without the misperceptions, we'll only see the love. There'll be no misperceptions. Uh, There'll be no 
perception that there's a lack of love. There'll be no misperception that there's a lack of abundance. There'll be no misperception that there's a lack in us. Those misperceptions will be gone if we bring our mind under Jesus' guidance. He says, without your misperceptions, your choice is certain. He's telling us, you're going to choose love, you're going to choose patience, you're going to choose kindness, you're going to choose generosity. You're going to begin to see beyond time and space. You'll begin to see what everything is for. You'll begin to recognize that everything is gently planned by one whose only purpose is your good. You're going to see that everything in this world is helpful. Every situation, every circumstance, every challenge, every defeat, everything that the ego wants to kill itself over is actually helpful to our spiritual growth. And we can make that change in perspective. Because remember, Course in Miracles tells us in Lesson um, 190, there's less than 90. Um, gosh, I just blanked on that. Um, it's, it's 190. Uh, uh, look it up here now. Gosh. Can't remember having confusion. Yes, less than 190. I, I choose uh, God instead of pain. Uh, I choose the joy of God instead of pain. Pain is a wrong perspective. We're seeing it from a point of view. It's not a right mind. Pain is a wrong perspective. Pain is a misperception believed. Sane perception chooses induces sane choosing. He says, I cannot choose for you, but I can help you make your own right choice. He says, many are called, but few are chosen. Should be. All are called. But few choose to listen. And I, I'm not going to affirm that few choose to listen anymore. That's the past. Now, those that were resisting, choosing, resisting, listening, that's falling away. Because that's, this is what I see all around me, that the light workers of the world are being activated. I said this last November. It came to me so clearly. I was in Thailand when the uh, uh, U.S. election happened and um, we, we got a new president. And in my contemplation of it, what I saw was it's like the light workers are now being activated. Um, there are I, I think of a couple of things. I think of, and this is what I wrote about at the time, that, you know, terrorists, they have sleeper cells. So they seem to be sleeping. They seem to be dormant. But they're they're like uh, busy little bees planning, waiting, uh, gathering intel, that kind of thing, waiting for their perfect moment to strike uh, and create that terror event. And that... The light workers of the world have been like sleeper cells, uh, waiting, cleansing, clearing, healing our negative karma, remembering, 
letting go of unworthiness, uh, practicing, preparing to be fully activated. Uh, I also get the image of there are those um, uh, cicadas who um, I got to bury in the ground and they um, hibernate for something like 18 years. And then they wake up and then boom, they're doing their thing. Kind of crazy. But that's, it's like, you know, a lot of light workers, they feel the call very strongly, but they've been resistant and reluctant for a long time. And now it's, um, it's just no longer tenable anymore. It's just no longer tenable. So I, I can, I, I, that's, I'm sure why spirit led me to say, uh, make the topic about bringing spirit to work, having a spiritual career. And as I talked about last week, uh, we can have a spiritual career no matter what we're doing. No matter what we're doing. We can even be retired and still work for God Incorporated. And that is fulfilling our purpose. Yes, it is. Oh, my goodness. Wow. So beautiful. It's time for me to take a break. So if you would like to... Uh, Register for these free 11 classes that start uh, next Monday, September 18th. Uh, you can do so at livingacourseofmiracles.com, livingacourseofmiracles.com. And if you see our posts for the free classes at Facebook, won't you like them and share them so that more people find out about them? That really helps us out. Uh, I'm going to go to this break now. I'm Jennifer Hadley. You're listening to A Course in Miracles on Unity Online Radio, where together we're living the love, we're walking the talk, and I'll be right back. Thank you for tuning in for A Course in Miracles. Living the love, walking the talk. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace through practical application as we return to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Uh, one of the things that I have come to value so much was the clarity I got um, many years ago about living the purpose. And I've counseled so many people who've come to me about uh, having a desire to live their purpose, feeling that they hated their job, they were miserable in their job, and they wanted to live their purpose, but they didn't know what it was. Course in Miracles tells us what our purpose is, um, I think, extremely clearly. And um, it's, yes, our purpose is forgiveness. Yes, our purpose is to choose the atonement for ourselves. Yes. And it says in chapter 2, there's that beautiful prayer at the end of the 
section five, and um, or I call it the purpose prayer. And it's at the end of the section called the special principles of miracle workers. And uh, it, and and you you have heard me say it many times if you've been listening to the show for a while, but I I just think it is the the most helpful way to express our purpose. It says, I am here only to be truly helpful. That's it. That's the only reason I'm here, to be truly helpful. How do we be truly helpful? Next line, it says, I am here to represent him who sent me, God who sent me. I am here to represent God. I've been sent by God to represent God. Now, just think about that. When we're choosing to attack other people and to judge them and to shame them and to make them feel guilty, I had something happen the other day that was was a real disappointment to me. And um, my ego went right to uh, feeling disappointed, upset. And as I sat with it, one of the thoughts that came in was to make the person who my ego thinks is disappointing me feel guilty about it. Of course, I, I don't wish to do that. I don't. Oh, I know I'm one with them. I know that everything works together for my good. I just, sometimes you don't like the way it goes down, right? I spent the last, seems like a whole week uh, going through uh, conversations and things related to Hurricane Irma. uh, My dad and my stepmom uh, were in the path of the hurricane. It looked like they were going to get hit by the worst part of it uh, at Category 5. And as it turned out, they didn't it, it, it even went around them. Um, but of course, many people were um, uh, just absolutely devastated by those winds all over the place. Um, and so it was uh, had a lot of attention on all my loved ones in Florida and and humanity in Florida and throughout the Caribbean. praying and knowing the truth for them. And um, so this unrelated disappointment came in and I, I I went to a thought of, oh, it was literally my ego is like, well, maybe I could make them feel guilty and then manipulate, like, whoa, no. No, it was just a flash. I mean, it wasn't even all those words, and it was just a flash, but I felt it. All right, good. We can clear that out. Don't need that anymore. So how wonderful to have the practice of being able to say to my elder brother, Jesus, you have full access to my mind. Please take these misperceptions out of my mind. I'm not interested in thinking them anymore. So not interested in that anymore. I'm here to represent God. God has sent me to represent God. 
And so just think about it. If you're looking for your life purpose, could you ever come up with something that feels more potent, more powerful, and even more possible than representing God. So, in order to answer the call and represent God, we must let go of the unworthiness. And so this is what my classes, my retreats, my events are really focused on, is letting go of the unworthiness. I'm sure this will be a major part of the Living a Course in Miracles series about um, having a spiritual career and taking spirit to work is going to be about, because it's going to be about living the purpose. And how could we have been sent here? To represent God and not be fully qualified and not be fully endowed with everything that we need and not be fully supported with all the access that we need to all the resources, without all the guidance, without all the inspiration. How could that possibly be? How could it be? Right? That would be crazy. Absolutely insane. Absolutely insane that we would be sent by God to do God's work and not be prepared, not have what we need. Course of Miracles tells us all the time that we do have it. So I am here to represent God who sent me. I'm sent by God to represent God. Let me just do that. So what does that mean? Well, it's pretty clear. It means being patient and kind and generous, respectful, loving. And we don't feel worthy because we have been disrespectful, because we have been impatient, because we have been unkind, because we have been unloving. We feel that we're not qualified to represent God. But we've already been qualified. We've already been given everything we need. The kingdom is within. Seek first the kingdom and all else will be added unto us. Meaning every revelation of truth that is necessary for us to demonstrate and represent, to represent the one who sent us will be given to us. We must first agree. We must first decide. So a lot of times, the way I, I perceive it is that this unworthiness that we're relinquishing, it's like um, this this wall, this block, this veil, this um, habitat is the word that's coming to me. It's not a word I ever have used. <laughs> In this context, well, we, we've got, we've built this habitat that we've become identified with. And it's completely false. But, you know, in a sense, it all serves God too. Everything is truly helpful. So, 
I do not have to worry, it says, about what to say or what to do, because God who sent me will direct me. So we've been sent by God to represent God, and God's going to direct us what to do and what to say. So therefore, how can we not be content? And that's the next part. I'm content to be wherever God wishes, knowing God goes there with me. I will be healed as I let God teach me to heal. I will be healed as I let God teach me to heal. So, I hardly ever talk with anyone that isn't interested in healing of some kind, physical, emotional, mental, spiritual. How are we going to get healed? We're going to get healed through letting God teach us to heal. And what it really is, it's the remembering, it's the recognizing, uh, the recognition that I was talking about at the beginning of the, the broadcast. So, I'm here only to be truly helpful. I am here to represent God. I've been sent by God. I don't have to worry about what to say or what to do because God is going to direct me. And I'm content to be wherever I am directed and I'm content because God goes there with me. And I'm willing to know it and to live in that awareness. And in this experience of this in this world, I will be healed. And not only that, I get to be a healing presence in this world. Could we have a more clear purpose? And to me, it just boils down to being loving and allowing the love in. So, you know, uh, one of the, the reasons why pets bring so much benefit and are so beloved in this world is that, and I've seen it time and time again, we all have, right? Uh, Where we uh, see that people have a dog or a cat or some other kind of pet, Um, a wolf or a bear, I see some crazy videos on YouTube sometimes. The the pets that people have, it's very interesting. Those animal videos they have at YouTube. I love YouTube for all of that. Um, (laughs) I was showing a a, a video in uh, Master for Living last night. Um, So funny and cute. Anyway, We are given this purpose and we can claim it and know that everything we need will be provided. We don't have to worry about what to say or what to do or where to go or any of that because Spirit will provide for us. We can discover what it's like to be led and guided and provided for. But it's one of those things like, okay, so there was this terrible hurricane and let's say someone somehow was um, on a boat and on the boat they uh, 
Oh, they um, were clinging to the boat and being pummeled by the waves and the wind. And that spirit said to them, the way out is to let go of the boat. I know it seems like without the boat you'll drown, but if you hold on to that boat, you're going to drown. If you hold on to that house... So, you know, and keep working two jobs to pay the mortgage. If you keep holding on to that spouse, that whatever, that job, without being willing to have trust and faith that spirit will lead you, you're going to keep getting pummeled, and it might and might be the death of you. So you have to trust and let go and let the river carry you. And that's pretty hard in this world for most people because their ego doesn't feel worthy. So one of the things that I invite you to consider doing is just maybe you make a list of all the things you feel unworthy about and just take them all and give them all to Jesus and say, these are the choices I made. I would like to not judge myself for any of them anymore. I know all judgments are misperceptions, so all these judgments that I have against myself, please take them out of my mind so I never think them again. I'm willing to stand in the light of truth now. I'm inviting you into my mind to remove all misperceptions so that I can see and know and feel and hear clearly the most loving choices to bring the greatest benefit. I'm willing to start in this moment right now, right where I am, and live a life of love. I'm willing to work for God. I'm willing to activate for God. I'm willing to be led and guided. But you see, we don't feel worthy of being led and guided. But that's because we would, if someone um, did a whole bunch of things that were unloving and unkind and seem to be directed towards us, we would hold them, we would hold a resentment, we would hold a grudge. And so we think that God's holding a grudge against us because we have not valued um, the things that we've been given, primarily our consciousness. Yeah. So we can decide to be truly helpful and live it as our purpose and what i've seen is the people that take this on and decide okay i'm gonna that's it i get it my my purpose is to be loving and to let love in oh i know i I got off a searching spirit there's something here i didn't finish it's the animals with the animals the pets of all kinds we let them love us We let them love us. It's not just that we love them and so our heart opens to love them. More importantly, we let their unconditional love in. Right? Generally, I think unless somebody's been abusive to an animal, they feel worthy of the animal's unconditional love. I have seen, you know, people who are angry and resentful, who feel um, unworthy of love from people, just bask in the love of animals. 
you know, people who have extremely low self-esteem can absolutely all day long let their animals love them. So that's the gift of animals is they can be so loving, right? Especially dogs and cats and even birds and horses, all kinds of animals can be so loving towards us. And we allow them to love us. What a wonderful gift that is. So, this is our purpose, to love and be loved. To be, and that's being truly helpful. Because when we make a mistake, we make an error, we do something and we regret it, we feel guilty, we feel ashamed, feel angry at ourselves, all that stuff comes up. If we can not judge ourselves and instead have compassion for ourselves, then there's actually more love being expressed in the world than if we'd never made an error in the first place. Think of that. If we can respond to everything with compassion, if we're anchored in being truly helpful, then we can actually respond to ourselves with compassion. And then more love is being expressed in the world than if we had never uh, made an error in the first place. And I learned that, oh, 20 years ago, and it changed my life. I just started to go, oh, I can stop judging myself for everything. And that's when I stopped learning through experience so much learning through painful, slogging through painful, painful, repetitive relationship and ego stuff, to I started to recognize, to remember the truth that sets me free. So this is our purpose because you see when we live it, we demonstrate it and other people see it and they, they get it through watching us. And this is why I love to do things in group and in community. And, um, oh, by the way, if you're interested and you don't know, I do have some events coming up real quick here. Forgive and Be Free Retreat in uh, at the Art of Living Retreat Center in Boone, North Carolina. And that's the second weekend in October. And then we're going right into, from that, into my spiritual counseling training intensive. And so Forgive and Be Free is all about uh, forgiveness, forgiving ourselves and others. And boy, it's like a big, deep, deep clearing and cleansing. And uh, it's amazing how much fun we have and how much laughter we have while also doing this deep healing forgiveness work. And this is a wonderful facility. They have a beautiful spa. They have an Ayurvedic spa. It's one of the best Ayurvedic spas in the probably in the world. And um, just a wonderful, gorgeous place that the leaves will all be gorgeous and turned, uh, turning and turned. And then we go right into my spiritual counseling training intensive. And um, major focus of that is getting all the resistance and the reluctance to living our calling out of the way, to relinquish the unworthiness, to become better communicators, better listeners, and better clear communicators. And of course, opening to our intuition, which is why 
we have a mix of professional therapists, life coaches, and people like that who are coming for their continuing education and licensing units, but we also have a bunch of people who uh, are just coming for their own healing. So all are welcome to both events. And then at the end of the year, right there at Unity Village, uh, I am going to be doing a uh, New Year's Reboot Retreat. Five days, four nights, we're going to steep ourselves in to create just an absolute uh, powerful launching pad for 2018. So all these events are available. To You can register now uh, at jenniferhadley.com. And we always have all kinds of payment plans because we have learned that it brings so much benefit when can, people can come and do the work uh, together. You can read about what others have said on the websites there. Um, and so we do everything we can to support you in making the trip. If you have the courage to come, we all support you. Oh, well, it goes by so fast. Again, sign up for livingacourseofmiracles.com if you'd like those free 11 classes with all those A Course of Miracles teachers starting on September 18th. It's all free for you. So let's move into prayer. And if you would like to make a donation or support us, uh, you can do so at jenniferhadley.com, at livingacourseofmiracles.com. Uh, and we appreciate any and all donations. No de- donation too small. Thank you for your love and support. Let's take our hand and place it on our heart again and give great thanks that we can be truly helpful, that we can live our purpose. We don't need any special equipment. We don't need any per- permission and we don't have to pay anything we are grateful and thankful to start today we partner up with the higher holy spirit self we call upon beautiful jesus our elder brother teacher to walk with us and talk with us we open our mind here and now to the healing we're relinquishing all misperceptions so grateful to let them go known and unknown felt and not felt we surrender them all we are grateful and thankful to accept the healing that is ours to receive we are grateful and thankful that god has sent us to represent and we are representing the love of God in this world. In gratitude, we answer our calling. In gratitude, all are blessed. Sharing the blessings with all, we let it be. And so it is. Amen. Amen, amen. God bless you. Have an amazing, beautiful, spectacular week. Being truly helpful. Living your purpose. Mwah.